0: It's Couple Take. Take us to your leader. Take off your pants. Take me to bed or lose me forever. With Dave and Beth and their take. Take her easy there, pilgrim. On relationships, family, and life.
1: I can't take it anymore. Hi, I'm Beth.
0: I'm Dave. And we had a fitful night sleeping. Some of which you might hear as today's show unfolds with... The wind that's howling through our house.
1: Yeah, it is hella windy outside. I don't know what's going on, but I'm expecting to see the Wicked Witch fly by on a broom. Want to play ball?
0: So what better way to launch another episode than under duress after no sleep? And one thing that happened earlier in the week that I've been thinking about is your penchant, Beth, for not being able to watch a movie in peace without looking at the ending ahead of time.
1: It's not every single movie that I need to see the ending ahead of time. It's just that if I'm going to sit there and watch a movie, I don't want to end up depressed.
0: All right. Well, the movie was The Illusionist with Edward Norton and who's the hot looking chick whose lips you have Uh,
1: jessica biel and i do not have her lips i would like them but i don't have them
0: Uh, i would beg to differ but anyway you'd never seen the movie before and i noticed it was available and i saw we weren't doing anything we were lying in bed i don't know what the heck we were doing but i thought you know what i'll flick on the illusionist and i hadn't seen it in many years i thought maybe it would capture your imagination and
1: it did well, see, here's what happened. We caught it in the middle. So, if you've ever seen The Illusionist, it's kind of a dark movie. So, you didn't really know where it was going, or that it was had a little attitude to it. So, we're in the middle of the film, and it looks like Kate Beckinsale's character is about to get killed.
0: No, not Kate. Not Kate Beckinsale.
1: Oh, not Kate Beckinsale. Jessica Biel. Right. Ugh. Anyway, it looks like she's going to get killed. And frankly, I'm not interested in watching Jessica Biel get killed. So and we have like 245 channels. So if Jessica Biel is going to end up dead, frankly, I'll change the channel. And
0: I reassured you, just let the movie unfold. And it was maybe 20 minutes later that I said, are you going to check? Are you going to go ahead and Google the ending of the movie? And I had already
1: checked at that point. (laughs) I checked within about, no lie, 37 seconds in. I was Googling.
0: And so you found the ending. So you knew it was a happy ending at that point. You were willing to watch the rest of the movie. In
1: my defense, I didn't read the entire spoiler. Mm -hmm. I just read to confirm that she wasn't dead. And I've done that with books too, maybe, possibly. But
0: we don't read books together as... As an event that we would enjoy as a couple.
1: Well, you're so certain in your attitude about these things. You just think that, oh, nothing's going to happen. She's going to be fine. You had never seen the movie. So for all you know, she could be dead.
0: What do you mean I'd never seen the movie?
1: You said you'd never seen the movie. No, I had,
0: I had seen the movie.
1: A second you you didn't tell me you saw the yes movie. I, yes i did no you didn't
0: well yes i did <laughs> Many well then times. why is
1: that fun for me to watch it so wait a second okay i can't so there- <laughs> look at the ending of a movie that you've already seen the ending of is why? that what you're trying to say Why?
0: no i'm saying why couldn't you enjoy that what, what difference would it make whether i'd seen the movie or not
1: because when you said wait to see how it ends if I had known you had already seen the movie, I wouldn't have bothered to look it up because you know I don't like to watch a movie where the main character dies. So
0: you just would have quit watching altogether?
1: No, I would have watched it oh. if you told me, if you had assured me, and I was, I... I knew that you were right. Oh, don't even start. Should we tell them about the other thing that happened, Mister? I'm always right.
0: Well, before we get to that, this happened once before. In it
1: happened more than once before. Well, in a
0: specific movie that I <laughs> wanted to enjoy with you. And it was What About Bob? That was the first. <laughs> That was the first time this happened, Dr. Marvin. And you, kind of like the main character played by Richard Dreyfuss, were a little persnickety about that and had to look up the... Because I don't like
1: that kind of movie. (laughs) I don't like... See, here's the thing. I don't... (laughs) Just like I can't watch like the audition period of American Idol, I don't like watching people get embarrassed. So a lot of those movies, including What About Bob, is based on the idea of Richard Dreyfuss's poor, unfortunate character being embarrassed the whole entire time by Bob.
0: Bob, you are testing my patience. Come on. I've come so
1: far. I'm baby stepping. I'm doing the work. I don't don't enjoy that. Hmm. It's not fun for me. That's not I don't find that funny. You do. I don't don't think it's funny. Mm. So I just wanted to see what happened because it it wasn't interesting to me. And I knew that it was just going to end up in more embarrassment for Richard Dreyfuss, uh, which was, in fact, confirmed. And and the other thing about that movie was that you empathize with Bob, which I think says a lot about you. You're like, (laughs) I mean, let's face it. The guy's like a patient and he shows up at somebody's house. It would be like a listener knocking on your front door. Constantly, certain, all the time, certain radio listen, themselves in. Certain
0: radio listeners I enjoy relationships with. Are I they
1: think. at our house? I don't think so. Not
0: yet. <laughs> Wait till Saturday night. Didn't <laughs> oh, I tell you what okay. we're doing this week?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I should have looked ahead. Mm-hmm. I see how you are. So
0: this whole idea of looking ahead doesn't just apply to movies. It applies to, as you said, books too. But at the root of the whole thing, and we discussed this before we went on today and started the podcast, it was what? Well, no, you, you you admitted.
1: I don't have a great deal of patience when it comes to things like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Or anything mm-hmm. for that matter. Oh, no,
1: not anything. <laughs> not anything. Don't even try to, like, globalize it. You're
0: already looking ahead to the end of this podcast. I can see you looking at the yeah, wave as it Yeah, because that way when along. I hit you over the head
1: with something, it won't show up on the microphones. No, I mean, I just don't. I personally, I think life is short. You know, if you're going to, when I make a decision or whatever, I, you know, I just like to get to the end. I don't, if I'm watching a movie, I don't want to spend an an hour and a half watching a movie that's just going to end up depressing. All
0: right, so every movie that we go to see that's new in the theaters, do you look ahead? Yes. You do. So, you know. The outcome of the movie before we go in,
1: or I will ask if my mom has seen it beforehand. I will ask my mom like that. There's a movie out now, uh, far from the madding crowd, and it's a period film. When I love period films, and I and I said to my mom because my mom understands. Mom, will I wa- will I like that movie? And she knows exactly what I mean. She goes, yes. She goes, I was watching it, and right up to the ending, I wasn't sure, but yes, you can go see it. So she knows. So I don't need to look up how that how it gets to the ending. I just need to know. That I'm not going to end up going, what? Really? You know where it all started? Let me tell you where it all started. All right. (laughs) There was this movie called The Mist. It was based on a Stephen King book. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't seen this movie and you're planning on seeing it, spoiler alert, I guess. But here's the whole premise of the movie. There's some kind of experiment going on at a nearby military base and they rip a hole in the space-time continuum to a parallel dimension where giant insects live. And I don't mean like the size of a dog. I mean like the size of a house. And so I can't even remember who the actors were. But the bottom line is at the end of the movie, the mist. everybody, everybody gets killed. Mm. He shoots himself. He shoots his son who he's been trying to save his little son, like five, six years old. who has been trying to save the entire film and the girlfriend. No, he doesn't shoot himself, I'm sorry. He shoots the girlfriend and the son. And then we realized that the sound that was coming towards them on the misty-covered road was actually the military coming to save them. So he actually pointlessly killed his son and his love interest. Now, what and age so, were you
0: when that happened, this movie? That was
1: like, um, well, we ago? could probably look it up specifically, mm-hmm. but it was probably six or seven years ago. Okay. And I was so mad <laughs> that I had wasted two hours, 750, and like... the. 800 calories on my popcorn and Twizzlers and peanut M&Ms for nothing to walk out going, seriously, seriously. And by the way,
0: that's another whole thing. You cannot mix strawberry-tasting Twizzlers with chocolate covered peanuts it just doesn't work
1: well i don't eat them at the same time i eat them one at a time (laughs) just like i eat everything else on a plate i eat the i eat my eggs and then i eat my bacon and then i eat my home fries eggs
0: and bacon and home fries go together on a plate strawberry twizzlers and chocolate covered peanuts do not but that's another topic for another day as we continue to explore the differences between us so the mist was what started it all for you the movie the mist Okay. Yes. Which, by the way, the sequel's coming out soon, The Sierra Mist. We should go see that one, too. Oh,
1: it's so funny. See, now, if I had known that that was coming, I probably would have stopped participating in this podcast.
0: Well, maybe you can just take a break, because we've reached halftime of Couple Take, which means a true or false question. Are you ready, Beth? I'm ready. All right. When I was a kid, my mom was single quite a bit.
1: Mm-hmm. That's true.
0: I ruined <laughs> one of her dates one night at home by setting fire to a portion of the house on purpose. Oh, on
1: purpose. Oh my God. Because I, I
0: wanted to drive the guy away.
1: I'm terrified right now. It's like, I've, God, I hope it's not true. It's true, isn't it? What are you guessing? true
0: no (laughs) but i will say this we played some sort of board game that night the three of us and i threw a temper tantrum during the board game and it's in effect it ruined the date for my mom because she scolded me
1: afterward well that sounds like one of our dates actually (laughs) so now it's time for the second half of today's couple take the first half was primarily about my impatience you know what i think it's kind of like It's kind of like when you're driving on a road and you're driving in a slow car and there's another car going by you and it's going so much faster, but you're going so slowly that the other car seems fast. So for example, Mm -hmm. just saying, just saying, Dave, just throwing this out there.
0: You're never just saying, by the way. There's always something else you're saying. Women in general are are never just just saying. saying. I'm
1: just saying. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm (laughs) not saying, but I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying. My point is merely that when I decide to get things done – I want to get them done immediately. And you have a tendency to be what I would describe as a meanderer. And you're always saying, well, you know, I don't want to do too many projects around. So as I don't know if we mentioned before, we recently bought a new house and we've been doing a bunch of projects around the house. And Dave, while he is extremely attractive and intelligent, is moderately unhandy, whereas I am extremely handy. And so my impatience successfully installed hardwood floors in three rooms of the house. And I partially, I think you think I'm impatient because you don't move as quickly as I do.
0: Um, yeah, It's a good point. I am a procrastinator, right? There's no way I can, I can refute that at all. And I think some of it comes from my zodiological side as being a Libra. Although I don't know if people just... Seriously. Read something like that and then they start acting the way their profile reads.
1: Well, I think I've been stubborn that. pretty much since I was five and has <laughs> I didn't even know what an astro, astrological sign well, was. Well,
0: and I think I've been uh, conflict averse and prone to procrastination ever since I can ever remember too. So maybe but,
1: I'm not impatient. Maybe you're just a procrastinator.
0: I, I definitely. Maybe
1: your procrastination makes me seem impatient and I'm actually going at a normal Speed. I
0: will buy that, but it still doesn't explain the necessity to just let a movie wash over you, as we discussed in the first half of the podcast. It has to be
1: worth washing over me. It's like, Mm -hmm. why bother drinking cheap wine? I don't want it. I'd rather, if I'm going to spend my time drinking a glass of wine, it's going to be a good glass of wine.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, obviously, then it's up to the difference between you and I as to what constitutes a good glass of wine or what constitutes a good movie, too. Exactly. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: You liked, what was that other movie you made me watch? With the guitar.
0: Uh, oh, um, The Goodbye Girl with Richard Dreyfuss, again. What is it
1: with you? And you made me watch Jaws the other day. What is it with you and Richard Dreyfus? <laughs> you
0: loved Jaws, and you tried to watch Jaws 2 also, which I had no Sympathy for, and no patience for. By the way, speaking well, was Richard of Richard Dreyfus, wasn't no in that
1: one, was he? Uh, Ooh, see, the yeah. truth comes out. Just Rochelle, you love Richard Dreyfus. You love Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> I sleep in the nude. Uh, I love Kevin
0: Kline as an actor. He's the guy that I really like. I'm not a big Richard Dreyfuss fan, although he's a good actor.
1: But you maybe watched three movies with Richard Dreyfus in it. Maybe it's something we need to uh, think about incorporating. I I don't think I need to think about it. (laughs) I think you need to ask yourself why it is you're so drawn to Richard Dreyfus. Why is it, Dave? Why are you so drawn to Richard? Or do you call him Dick?
0: Same reason you're drawn to period films.
1: Okay, I don't think you're using period in the way that I meant period. I don't think it means what you think it means. I meant period like a certain period of time, Mm -hmm. a certain era. I don't mean it like that's the type of movie I like to watch once a month. Although... There are movies that I do like to watch during my period, but that is a completely different discussion. Oh,
0: it's not. Let's go there right now. (laughs) I I had no idea. This is a revelation. Go ahead.
1: Come on. What's my favorite movie of all time? (laughs) Pride
0: and Prejudice. That's
1: right. It has to be the BBC version. It can't (laughs) be the new version with Keira Knightley, even though I love Keira Knightley. It ha- yeah, I watch that. It's like my, it's like eating ice cream out of a spoon, e- eating ice cream out of the container with less calories. What does
0: that have to do with tampons and periods? I Doesn't don't quite it get it. Well, because, like-
1: you know, women sometimes, and I'm not over generalizing here, but we get a little emotional. And in an effort <laughs> to not kill you, sometimes what we'll do is we'll watch girl movies, chick flicks to make us feel a little bit better.
0: How are you going to kill me by the way when that time finally comes around? Have you just uh, have you thought about that? A pillow. Dave, listen. A, pi- a pillow smothering me in my sleep as I struggle to breathe, like mm. I normally do every listen, night anyway. Listen. Yeah. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm
1: Sicilian. Mm-hmm. So I can tell you two things about how you're going to die. One, mm-hmm. you won't see it coming, and two, I'm I'm definitely not going to tell you in advance. It'll it'll just happen. And if you're good, it'll be painless. If you, you're not, it, you can not have problems. If you don't tell
0: me in advance, I'm going to read the ending ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ha ah. <laughs> ha, you're so witty, mm. so funny, <laughs> killing me.
0: No, but seriously, Beth, how many how many individuals in a given couple think about killing their spouse once in a while, legitimately, seriously?
1: Honest to God, yeah. I think...
0: You have lots of friends that talk about this kind of stuff, I know
1: you do. <laughs> well, like that scene in This is 40, where they're talking about how he's like, well, you know, I, I wanted to die, but not painfully, you know, she's still the mother of my child. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I think 90% of couples think that. And I think if they, if they say they don't, they're totally lying. And I can tell you when I think about it most often, mm-hmm. that would be when I'm trying to sleep and you're snoring. <laughs> I seriously have considered like, well, if I, if I just put the pillow over his face and I just let it settle in because we have one of these downy, fluffy pillows, like, you know, would it... You know, not so that you would struggle, but maybe just so the carbon dioxide would build up and, you know, maybe you would silently drift off into a (laughs) eternal sleep. You are Sicilian.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No doubt about it. (laughs) I think people fantasize about their spouses dying in a plane crash or something like that. If, If things aren't going well in a marriage, I think people do that.
1: Yeah, well, I can say I've definitely fantasized about the death of some of my friends' spouses. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, well, it's not just fantasy. You you've talked about some of the plans that you would execute too.
1: Look, and if they, look, if any of my friends' spouses or former spouses die, I just want to say that I have never actually planned their death. It would be purely coincidence.
0: But you have said if you had a terminal illness. It would be easier for you to knock somebody off.
1: Yes, I do have a top five list of people that if I had a terminal illness where I knew I was going to die in like six weeks and I still had my faculties, there yes there is definitely there is at least one person and possibly two people that I would take with me.
0: All right, next up in uh, podcast number 3 uh, <laughs> a terrible person. Beth's top 5 list of people she'd like to kill.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Stay
0: tuned to Couple Take with Dave Bob. and Beth with Couple Take.
1: So like take a